in this episode, Connor and I just speak heart to heart as bros about the topic of are we good enough? Tune in and get stuck in into the unknown. Welcome to the Into the Unknown podcast, the show that dives into all things fitness, politics, mindset, current affairs, sports, and everything in between. With a generous sprinkling of humour, at least on my part, and pop culture, I'm Connor Campbell. And I'm Yushan Su. So without further ado, plug in, sit back, and enjoy being taken into the unknown. Welcome back to this episode of Into the Unknown. We hope you've hey, enjoyed guys. the last couple of episodes. Today, it's just going to be myself and you, Shuan. And to be honest with you, we haven't, we've got an idea, but we haven't actually planned anything. So really, this is just going to be off the dome. Um, I'm not even co- going to, I'm not even going to put myself on mute at all today. Like, no. we're just going to chat. You might hear my tumble dryer <laughs> in the background. You know, this is just raw. We're raw dogging <laughs> raw it. Raw episode. Can I say that? <laughs> Oh, fuck it. I've said it now. Um, I want to pose a question to you to get this ball rolling, right? Mm. If I were to say to you, if I were to ask you, do you think I am enough? What would that, what would, what, would, what, what sort of like, what does that bring to mind? Do I think I, you're enough? Yeah. Or just like, am I enough? Yeah. What does that, what does that mean? That kind of phrase, am I enough? Well, Obviously, it's it can mean different things in different contexts, kind of. But you know, enough in terms of you as a person, um, you know, like, and within that, even you know, in your relationships, am I enough? Like, good enough of a of a friend? Am I good enough of a boyfriend? Am I good enough of a a, a son, a dad? You know, all of those things, and then within yourself, you know, like are you good enough of a person or are you enough of the person that you want to be? You know, whether that is, I guess, in relation to your values or in relation to like the kind of person you want to be, if that's, you know, being kind or um, being hardworking, all of those things. And then obviously the other branches of like, are you enough within your career? Are you enough within, Mm. yeah, like, your hobbies, your crafts, you know, anything. Um, so yeah, it can mean a lot of things, man. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's a it's a big, big question to be walking around the streets asking people. <laughs> I think uh, what came to mind when I when I when we literally just jumped on and thought <clears throat> this is a good idea was um, this idea of kind of well, two two things kind of cropped up in my mind. The first first kind of bubble that I had in my mind is this idea of self-worth which I think is definitely attached to the idea of are you enough Mm. um the second thing as well was being present which kind of that I guess they are quite similar but they're they can also be somewhat very different as well so Mm. in terms of the self-worth idea um and you you actually summed it up really well in terms of you know knowing that you are enough we've had lots of guests on this podcast and all very successful in their own right um and will continue to be very successful in their own right and we've also had 
discussions or podcasts where you and I have discussed what success is, feeling imposter syndrome, um, mm. and kind of this idea of of having self-worth, whether it be in friendships, um, in relationships, in your job or your career, um, whether you make enough money, what you look like. Um, I don't, even like some people attach this self-worth to like getting married at a certain age or having babies at a same age, certain age or owning a house or having a nice car or what age you are to be, even, even now, like I, I, I want to bring this up because it was quite an interesting topic, which I, I thought would be good to, to intertwine into. I had a conversation with an athlete this morning who I don't coach. It's, it's at the gym that I work at. And there was a guy that was in yesterday filming uh, a, like a, what do you call it? Kind of like a, uh, a reel so that the, the college that he's going to uh, could kind of get an idea for like the training that he's been doing oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And, and stuff like that. Kind of, um, yeah. So, and so I, I, I am actually went to go speak to him first and I, I, I approached him and I said, Hey, what, what are you filming for? And he's like, Oh, I'm actually just doing like a, kind of an, I don't, I can't remember the name that he used, but basically he, he was filming some highlights of his training so he could send to the college that he's just committed to, which is mm. Louisiana, uh, Louisiana tech. So he's actually just signed for a D one football team division one, um, as a, as a kicker which is super cool, like a D1 school um, for Louisiana Tech. So I got chatting to him and blah, blah, blah. And I come in this morning and I say it to one of the weightlifter, one of the athletes. Um, and I said to him, oh, yeah, he, uh, he he's going to LSU. And the guy was like, he's not going to LSU. He's going to Louisiana Tech. That's a shit school. Mm. And I was like, why does that matter? Like the fact that he's committed to this school and he's in D1. Why can't why can't people just be happy that like who 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 cares where he's going? <laughs> like, yeah. have you been in that situation before? Have you been a D1 athlete before, regardless of whether it's LSU or whether it's Harvard or whether it's Louisiana Tech? Why does that matter? Um yeah. I just feel like it's difficult. It's almost like this idea that for me, my self-worth or the idea of self-worth comes from what I deem as important to me um, mm. rather than what I perceive other people as important. For example, people think that by 30, you should have a house and you should have kids and you should have all your shit sorted out. But guess what? We don't. Why? Because we just don't. Like, that's that's okay <laughs> that's perfectly fine <laughs> uh, and i know that it's very different in today's society that we uh you know this is this is a, a conversations that you and i have all the time about are we going to have kids are we going to get married and obviously you know i've already ticked one of those boxes off i've already ticked one of those boxes off luckily but okay, was, big man there was never like this definitive time frame. It was just you meet the right person and you feel like it's the right time and you do it. Mm. And um, but I know that it, it is very different in certain cultures and certain societies, uh, with with the pressure that maybe your your family puts on you or your friends and so on and so forth. Um, I don't really know where I went down that rabbit hole, but I just essentially what I wanted to end on was none of those things 
define your self-worth. What defines your self-worth is you and what you find important. That is the only yeah. thing that matters in your self-worth, not what other people think. So that's that's kind of the first thing that I wanted to just basically knock out the way uh, in terms of intertwining self, self-worth and this idea of that you are enough right now where you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's a hard one because, you know, I think part of it, actually, I want to, before I, I move on to that bit, I kind of want to like circle back to what you were talking about with the, you know, the guy who was going to Louisiana Tech um, versus going to LSU or, you know, be like, so if someone's not going to Oxford, they're going to Oxford Brooks. <laughs> no shade. Uh, but yeah. I think that is a really interesting point because what I've kind of realized is that, you know, and, and that to me is just ego. You know, yeah. and we all have it. We all have ego. We all have that voice in our head. And for me, what that is, and, you know, it's a little bit different for everyone, I think. But for me personally, it's, you know, comparing with other people, it's seeing what other people are doing and, you know, wanting to be as good as someone else or you wanting to be or have what someone else does or where someone else is. Uh, and I, and that can have such a crippling effect, you know, like to your self-worth and to you feeling not good enough because you don't, because you're not world number one, you know, or because you're not, the best yeah. in your sport because you don't have the house or the car that your friend does. Um, but then the flip side of that is that if you kind of let that get to you and you're kind of ruled by that ego and that voice in your head, mm. I find then you're also comparing with other people who aren't as far as you or aren't, as as good at something as you are or as successful in a field as you are and then you look down on them yeah. uh, and this goes back to you know like oh like it's going to a shit uni it's like it's not lsu like that's yeah that's the kind of vibe do you know what i mean yeah and i think those two go hand in hand you know what because uh, yeah. at least for me when i started and, and look we're, we're all human like we all compare with other people and we all look at what everyone else is doing and so you know i'm not saying anyone's immune to that and i'm definitely not yeah but when i have kind of started to like actively try to focus on myself and focus on my own goals and my own progression and development definitely like with my riding and my training um instead of comparing with you know like the top riders and the riders around me who i want to be as good at as or or you know i want to get this in a ranking competition and beat so and so if i once i started like actively trying to put all that aside and focus on okay like this is my training this is my program like this is what i want to achieve then both sides of it go away like the side of feeling mm -hmm. like oh, i need to win this competition to to be good enough that starts to fizzle out a little bit. And I'm not saying it's not there because again, like I'm human, like I all, we all kind of feel those feelings. I definitely do, but that starts to get smaller and smaller. And the other side starts to fizzle away as well, where like I'm 
I feel like I'm better than other people who don't, who aren't achieving as much as I am. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I think those two go hand in hand. Um, yeah. yeah, I just thought that was a really interesting point to bring up, like in relation to the story that you told. Yeah, the interesting. Um, I want to kind of pose a question as well because I've never really thought it about it this way until we sort of sat down and I guess sort of formally had a com not really formally but I had a conversation about this idea that people are enough um and I, I want to get into kind of growth and being present in it in a bit but and I mm. want to sh- I'm going to shelf that just quickly but what do you think goes through people's minds when they you know, when, for example, they're almost trying to dictate your self-worth by going back to the Louisiana Tech story. And I don't want to kind of mm. dwell on it too much, but it, it is just such a significant um, example that literally happened this morning that I thought this is this is actually perfect. It's fallen on my lap perfectly, mm. almost as if I planned mm. it. What do you think goes through people's minds when they try and determine your self-worth without actually knowing who you are and what makes you happy. Like, but if, so if I were in this guy's position, for example, just to set the scene and I'd been signed by a D one team, regardless of whether it was Louisiana tech, I might have feelings of, okay, well, it's not LSU, but at the end of the day, I've just been signed by a D one team. That's a big deal for a lot of people because not very many people would ever be able to actually even reach that point, regardless of whether it's at LSU, Louisiana Tech, whatever, whatever. It doesn't matter. The fact that you made it to a D1 team is amazing. For, at least in mm. my eyes, that's fantastic. So, but the point is, what do you think goes through their mind? I know I've repeated this question. When they say, oh yeah, but it's not LSU, it's Louisiana Tech. Like what, why do people feel the need to do that? It does. It really baffles me. Yeah. I don't understand. Well, it, it's it's ego again, isn't it? And it's like putting mm. putting other people down in order to lift yourself up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but if sorry, go on. I, I yeah, I know what you. I know what no, you're gonna no, say. I think, and and I think from a personal perspective as well, like a really, and again, I can only speak for myself and. You know, you hopefully you can share some experiences as well. But um, you know, yeah. we're open guys, we're always vulnerable. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I think, like a good example of putting yourself down, or like you put, you know, knocking down your own self worth, is again like comparing it. And I just feel like competitive sport is such a good, good example or a good place to draw examples from mm. because it's so in your face it's so direct like who's come first and second and third and you know it's there's almost this implicit um yeah like this sort of implicit idea that whoever places better or gets a better score is just generally better at it yeah which isn't that accurate you know like we talk about a lot like a lot of things can happen that's out of your control blah blah but that's a kind of general consensus or the the implicit idea that people have in their heads mm-hmm. about competition and i i i can definitely say for myself i don't know if you feel the same when you compete but like i just 
you know, even when I play, so even if I get a good result, like it never quite feels quite good enough. Like, and I, it would be pretty quick before I, I might be celebrating, I might be happy, but then like really quickly after I'm like, oh, if only I did this, this, or this, yeah. then I could have gotten a better result. Mm-hmm. You know, and I remember quite clearly like last year, last season uh, uh, is Frickly International actually um, uh, at an international competition like I was on a horse that I was kind of struggling with a little bit with that time of the year mm-hmm. you know I wasn't getting any really good results and you know it was one of the final chances as well for me to secure some funding and things like that so there was quite a lot of pressure and a bit of a big ask for to get a certain result and i made some gambles actually on the day it ended up pulling it off and i came fifth at an international Mm. and i was buzzing man but within that like i think within 10 minutes of me being being happy and celebrating i'm like analyzing you know things that i could have done differently to get a better result like oh fuck i came fifth but i could have I could have come fourth or third or second or won it if only I did this, 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 and this. And, yeah, you know, so, yeah, from a personal perspective, like, that's kind of, you know, telling that inner voice, telling myself that what I'm doing isn't enough or, like, what I, the results I'm getting isn't good enough or, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not good enough of a, of a rider because I'm not getting these results. It, it happens all the time. And, and I wanted to bring this up because like a big part of, at least for me, you know, when you, when you kind of raise the topic of like self-worth and, and feeling like I, I'm good enough at whatever I'm doing or whoever I am, it's just such, it's always been such an inner conflict for me or, or in my head, like I've not always been able to reconcile. Maybe it's sort of, my upbringing or, or not even upbringing, just the kind of my environment that I've, I've kind of grown up in yeah. or the people, whether that be the people I surround myself with, you know, people from school, people from home, like just, yeah, just what from pretty much as long as I can remember, like a big part of what I wanted to do and a big part of what I was taught is that, to keep trying to improve, you know, and keep striving for more, keep trying to get better mm-hmm. at whatever I'm doing, you know, whether that's, yeah, whether that's academically, you know, whether that's in school, whether that's in the sports I played, like in the riding and the rugby, like going to the gym, mm-hmm. um, you know, keep trying to get better at whatever you're doing. And I suppose, if you think about it, there's just sort of this this assumption within that that because you have to keep trying to get better and you have to keep improving and trying to develop, then surely that means that what you're doing right now isn't enough. Do you know what I mean? Like if you have to keep striving for more, why are you striving for more? Surely that's because what you have at the moment isn't enough. Yeah. And you know, you don't, that's not necessarily like, at least for me, it definitely wasn't a sort of conscious thought. Like I mm-hmm. didn't 
sit down and reflect and think to myself, oh, why, why do I want to keep getting better? It must be because what I'm doing isn't enough. But, you know, looking back now, that's definitely what was kind of stuck in my head or what I was telling myself as a result. Mm -hmm. And then now trying to, or realizing and understanding the importance of, of having self-worth and being like, actually, yes, it's important to keep trying to get better and keep looking for ways of improving and developing, but at the same time, appreciating and being content with mm. where you're at now and what you have now and who you are at the moment. That's also important. Yeah, for sure. hundred percent. But I struggle a lot with like, trying to reconcile the two and balance the two yeah. do you know what i mean and, then and that's, i just wonder if you you relate to that at all that's first of all that's uh i 100 do relate with that and actually i would be very hypocritical of myself as an athlete and also as a coach if i were to say to people that i've never felt like i've not been enough um or that i want more because i do i'm competitive in different arenas right because i do want more of myself um and so yeah i completely resonate with with and i'm sure that everyone that's listening to this podcast um will feel exactly the same and and the point is of this is the idea behind us discussing this is actually being able to figure out if we'll ever get to a point where we ever feel like we are enough and what does that mean what does that what could that possibly bring us? Will it bring us more happiness? Will it feel, will it make us feel more content? Um, mm. You know, but one thing that I wanted to say before I kind of give you my example of that, because I really actually resonated with what you said. And, and this is a dilemma that, or a, a dialogue that I have with myself almost every week about yeah. training and about being a coach, but just, like the fact that you are enough, it doesn't mean that what you are right now is the final product that you're never mm. going to stop growing. Like you're always going to be changing. You're always going to be learning things forevermore. You're not done. Like you're not a final product. And so when I say that you are enough, I think what's important to separate is that we're not necessarily saying that what you have achieved right now whether it be a good result or a bad result doesn't necessarily reflect on, you know, your idea of, okay, I'm done now. I finished. I'm enough. Um, mm. What it, what it means is that you, you need to be able to understand that where you are right now within this present moment has happened either as a result of the steps that you took prior to that, or as a result of a further goal that you're trying to achieve. So that's that's kind of what I mean. And as you were talking, it kind of became much clearer in my mind that there's always going to be things that we could potentially do better. And you and I are very, we talk about, about, about this all the time. I am very competitive with myself. Um, yeah. And so are you, you're very competitive and very critical of yourself. Like I, I don't, I'm not generally very critical of other people just because they're already critical of themselves. I don't need <laughs> to add that. And especially yeah, in, got enough shit going on. 
Well, especially in our friendship as well. Like I know how hard you can be on yourself. And so my role as a friend is to not is is to not be so to not add to that criticism. Sometimes I need to say what's best, which could potentially be a hard truth. But most of the times, at least I've identified my role in this friendship as he's already hard on himself. So how can I make him appreciate, first of all, what he's already achieved? And second of all, what he's just done right now? Like you've just had a competition, you know, you mentioned that you you placed fifth place. This is ages ago, by the way, but I'm just referencing back mm-hmm. to that. Yeah. And just being able to say to you, listen, dude, I know that you're not happy with the result and you always could have done better. But think about the other results that you had before. Are they better? Mm. Yes or no? Yes. Okay. So try and be happy. 20, 30 minutes. All right. Even a day, two days. Right. Once you've gone through that period, then you can move forwards. Then you can go, yeah. right. What did I do badly? What do I need to do better? But there yeah. needs to be a brief period, whether it be me saying that to you or whether it be you internally having a dialogue and saying, right, I'm going to allow myself 24 hours to feel happy. After that, it's back back to the grind. Yeah. yeah. And it's a tough thing to do. And like the reason that I say the reason that I want to point that out is because I, I don't do that. Like I, yeah. you know, and I, I don't think a lot of people do. And I think it's important to recognize that what you need to have is you need to find a balance between understanding that what you've just achieved or what you want to achieve are two entirely different things. You know, we always talk about the idea of growth versus fixed or process versus outcome. And I know that a lot of influencers are kind of fixed on this idea right now is that we should focus on the process rather than the outcome. I think both are just as important, but the process is you understand that what your final form is not where you are right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so I, I don't know if I, if I even answered your question, but it just gave me a lot more clarity as you were talking that it, you know, it, you're always going to face this dilemma of what you did and what you want to achieve is so far removed. And this is the reason why I talk, why I spoke to you about the idea of setting small goals so that actually you feel like you are achieving something, that you are enough. And sometimes I need to remind you that because you're not good at doing that. And um, <laughs> it's very difficult to see what other people see in you through your eyes because yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure that I see you in an entirely different light to how you see yourself. What like, do you mean? Well, I mean, I don't know, like it, you know, I go back to the point where I just said that, you know, you, you, you're very critical of yourself and like, Mm. and it's a good thing. Like it it can be a good thing, but it can also be a bad thing. And sometimes that needs to be reminded and I'm happy to remind you. And then I, you know, I feel like because you're just kind of there plodding along and living your life and kind of moving from one competition to the next and going from this horse to that horse to worrying about which qualifications you need to do and so on and so forth. You're kind of in in the thick of it, right? Yeah. And so, but I'm so far removed from all that where I'm literally just there talking to you outside of everything that's happening and me just literally saying to you, well, dude, like, you know, you say I'm tired. 
you know, the, the other week where you text me like, dude, I'm fucking tired. That gym session was hard. And I'm like, did you get in and do it? What did you answer? Yeah. And what did I say to you? Fair play. Exactly. That's all it is. All you did was got in and you did it. That's enough, yeah. right? If all you're doing is searching for the next thing, you can never truly appreciate it. That's why I need to needed to remind you because you did yeah. it. Like that's all it takes. Um, now the point I wanted to make, so I don't sound hypocritical, um, is I am exactly the same. The other week, uh, <laughs> I said to someone, no, I don't think that I'll be kind of like a competitive weightlifter anymore just because I have, I have this, um, you know, I have internal competitiveness. Like I, mm. I've been training for so long now that I've gotten to this point where I've realized that I'm not going to be as good as I expected to be when I first started. And yet I've almost found this sense of relief that I don't care because there's no pressure now. And yeah. yet I find myself actually getting better and better and better and better mm. because I've just been like, you know what, what happens will happen. All mm. I can focus on is my effort and, and whether I turn up, that's all yeah. I can do with yeah. my training. I can't focus yeah. on, I mean, obviously I can focus on my eating and my sleeping and, but, but I'm talking about training specifically. And this is why sport is so such a good topic to kind of discuss like are you enough because obviously we're always you snatched you know i snatched a pb a couple of weeks ago was i happy of course i was happy it's a two kilo pb i haven't hit two kilo pb in like <laughs> two years why wouldn't i be happy but then literally 30 minutes later i was like oh, maybe i should have tried 125 mm -hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know but just because i'm thinking that doesn't mean that i shouldn't still be like i just hit a pb like yeah who cares? 125 yeah. will happen when it happens. But right now I should be happy about what I've just done, what I've just achieved. Um, mm. That was a very, very long self dialogue. So I apologize for uh, anyone that was sat every minute of it. Hell. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, I know. I love that. I love that. And I think as well to, to prove that it is not a paradox you know, the thought of being good enough and still wanting, still, you know, having the drive to want more, or to do more, be more, and to improve and be mm -hmm. your better self. Those two can live side by side. Yeah. And I personally didn't think that they could before. And I, I you know, I distinctly remember like having conversations with, you and conversations with my psychologist and yeah. blah, blah blah like about you know i have this this idea that like i need to get better at writing i need to get better at what i'm doing in the gym i need to be better as a person you know like i need to stop being a, a shitty friend or a, a shitty boyfriend you know like i need to get better at all these things mm. And I, because I felt like I needed to get better, it, I also felt like what I was doing at that moment wasn't good enough. Like I wasn't getting yeah. good enough results. I wasn't riding well enough. 
Um, I wasn't good enough. I wasn't there for people enough, you know. Um, mm. And that was making me unhappy. You know, the, the yeah, the the short of it is, at the end of the day, like that was bringing me down. And, but I didn't. I, I remember. I don't know if you remember this because it was it was a while ago. And I think it was like one time I I kind of just opened up while we were getting coffee, like after a training session. But like I said to you, I said, I this is making me unhappy. I'm feeling this way, but yeah. I also. I also can't not feel like that. Mm. And I felt, I genuinely felt like I couldn't, I was scared to let that bit go. Let the feeling of not feeling good enough go. I felt like I had to have that and it was part of me. And that was the reason that I've achieved what I've achieved. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And that yep. was the driving force of me being competitive, me being self-critical, me you know, wanting to improve. And as a result, that was what led me to achieve the things I've already achieved to that day mm. and make make me who I am. But, and, and because of that, I was holding on and I was, you know, like so attached to this feeling of, of lack of self-worth or self-belief or, or not feeling like what I'm doing is enough or not feeling like I'm good enough at, uh, you know, at riding, at being a person in general, I was so attached to that because I truly believed that that's what made me, what made me good at what I was doing, or that was the reason why I've done what I've done to that point. And I've since come to realize that that's bullshit. <laughs> like that is not <laughs> true. And you know, slowly I've been able to sort of, yeah kind of come to the realization of that and and practice and believe that myself that actually you know it's good that I have like you say that drive to improve and that competitiveness and that competitive nature within myself and and with other people and being critical of what I can do better or what I can do to develop but at the same time and I think a big part of it as well is sort of appreciation and gratitude for not just what I've achieved, but also the things and the people that have allowed me to achieve those things, mm-hmm. you know, being grateful for all the support that I've had and, and the help that I've had and, you know, the people around me that have allowed me to do what I love and, and you know, win a competition, win a medal or do what I love and, and you know get a degree or or those Mm -hmm. things and and just even little things you know like not to get too personal but i'll get personal but uh you know looking in the mirror and be like hey you know i've I've worked hard for this and i've been given you know good help and good advice and uh, um to to get to this point even if it's it's not like you say like not this isn't my final form but absolutely i am still nevertheless grateful and and appreciative of these things and acknowledging that you know it's nothing to do with what other people have and what other people don't have you know not a lot of people don't have what you have and a lot of people 
will only dream of having what you have or only dream of doing what you've already achieved. And then the flip side of that is you still want like more and, and, you know, you look at other people who have achieved more and you want to be like them. And that's, that's to me part of human nature. Like you look, yeah. not just looking forward, like you're looking left and right as well, but realizing that, you know, what is actually important is, acknowledging and appreciating what you've put into it and what other people have done for you and what you know the environment around you has led you to to where you are now and taking a moment to be like fuck like this is pretty cool mm -hmm. but then also that doesn't take away from and 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 you know I, I feel it now personally you know I feel I can think that way but it doesn't take away from me still you know, saying to myself, look, we need to buckle down. Like we can get better and we can do better mm -hmm. and we can do these things to improve and develop. So, yeah. And I think, um, first of all, I wanted to say as well that what you just said was absolutely on point because I think a, a, a topic that you raised without probably even knowing it is self-worth is you being proud of what you have achieved rather than feeling guilty and i think it is very easy to feel guilty or to feel like you have to prove something to other people but i'll be completely honest with you you are the reason where you are obviously other people have helped you and don't ever forget that but you yourself you looking in the mirror, looking at me <laughs> and the other side of this podcast, listening to this podcast, you are the reason you are here because you put those steps in place. You decided to trust those people. You decided to get on that horse. You know, you, you are made to be who you are as you are in this time, in this place. Right. <laughs> and I'm not saying that you shouldn't, I'm not saying that you shouldn't appreciate other people that support you at all right they came into your life at the right time at the right place and gave you that support right and and that's 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 good but don't forget that you also had to make a lot of sacrifices along the way mm. um you know you're just trying to be yourself you don't have to strive to be more worthy or more valid or more accepted or more loved this is to you, by the way, by the way, I'm talking directly to you. <laughs> directly. So. You are already podcast. all of those things. Like, uh, you know, since we've met each other, you've become more open, more honest, more truthful, in my eyes, more authentic. Like before I met you, and I know that I didn't know you that well, but I feel like you always had this wall up that yeah. you didn't want people to see into your life. You're a big man, you know, for fear of like that they would judge you or feel like you weren't worthy. But like, but know, see, this is the point that I'm, I was trying to make as well. Like I am now at a place where I appreciate and I'm grateful for, you know, the people around me, i.e. you, who have gotten me to where I am, say now as a person. You know, all of those things that you said, like you play a massive role in in that sort of 
personal development. Do you know what I mean? And I wouldn't be here, like if it if it weren't for for you, bro. But the people, but you also you have to choose to listen to us. That's the point I'm trying to make. Yeah, that's only that's you know one I mean? piece of the puzzle. Absolutely. Um. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I uh, that's pretty much all I had for you. I I actually wanted to. Do you mind if I read a little? Because I actually wrote this in my journal this morning. I'm gonna read a, an excerpt because I was like, okay, we're gonna be talking about you are enough. That was actually my prompt today in my journal was what makes you enough mm. for me. Um, and it was really short. Let me grab my journal and I'll be back in one sec. I'm ready for this spoken word. I'm back. I'm not, even gonna, I'm not even going to cut. I'm not even going to cut. No, that. I know you're not going to edit that. Out. I can't be bothered. I don't even know where it'll be <laughs> time-wise. Okay, it's really short. This is all I wrote. Spoken word. This is all I wrote. It's literally like it's freestyle. One take. Four lines. It's four lines. Okay. Um. Four so words. the the uh, journal prompt that I wrote was what makes you enough, and I wrote uh. You are enough means you don't have to strive to become more worthy, more valid, more accepted, or more loved. You are already all of those things. You are enough before, you are enough now, and you will continue to be enough as you become more of who you were made to be. And believe in that when the world keeps whispering otherwise is brave. Jeez. There you go. Jeez, did you write that? I did, mate. I'm fucking you poet. I'm a poet. Oh, that's sick. No, uh, I really resonate with that. Because being yourself is brave. Hmm. Yeah. It is it and in my experience it's very difficult. Yeah. You know, like you imagine. say, to to bring down that that wall and just be yourself and be authentic as opposed to who you think who I think other people want me to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I also love the other part of that was that, you know, like what we've been talking about and in our personal experiences, being good enough and feeling good, feeling like I'm good enough, that's a constant. Yeah. You know, before, during, and after. That's that's a constant mentality or a mindset. It's not like I will feel like I'm good enough when yeah i win a competition i will feel like i'm good enough when i become a dad at 30 years old you know like it's always wherever you are wherever you're at whatever you've achieved that's just the mindset that's just the constant mindset regardless of what your goals are or what what you've achieved or what you're striving to do or be Absolutely. And um, just remember, guys, if you've been listening to the, this episode, remember that you are enough right where you are. Thanks for listening to this episode of Into the Unknown. We'll catch you on the next episode. Peace. Love. Thank you so much for joining us Into the Unknown. Uh, if you want to connect with us and get in touch, you can find out more about me at Stoke Strength Systems on Instagram and Connor Lift Stuff for my business page. 
And you can find me at at yushan.su.eventing on Instagram, yushan.su.eventing on Facebook, and suyushaneventing.com. And if you want to get a bit more engaged uh, with our community and you liked this episode, please like and subscribe. Uh, follow on the on, on Spotify. And we'd also love to hear your thoughts on this episode's topics. So please drop them in the comments. Catch you next week.